Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. For our show today, we're going to explore not only what it means to share your joy of certainty and offer the miracle of empowerment, but also how you might do that. First off, what do we mean when we talk about your joy of certainty? All too often, people don't associate joy with having certainty. Certainty seems certainty seems to many something that is treated seriously and with respect. If people regard you as the foremost expert in the field of study or endeavor and you speak with authority, They will tend to take what you say seriously. On the other hand, if you express yourself with a lot of certainty about things that you don't have obvious credentials or track record, some people may regard you with contempt. They might question how you can have certainty if you're not an quote-unquote expert in the matter or without presenting incontrovertible proof of what you're talking about. In either case... They may not be aware of what true certainty is and how you can have that certainty. Here, the kind of certainty we're talking about would depend on what your certainty is dependent upon. (laughs) When your certainty is predicated upon something separate from your inner beingness, then as long as what your certainty is based on, such as proof, intellectual knowledge, or demonstrable ability is present, you have certainty. Yet, if whatever your certainty is based on cannot be demonstrated or presented, then you might be on shaky grounds. If, however, your certainty is not based on anything outside of yourself or separate from who you are, then you simply just have certainty in what you know to be true based on your intuitive knowingness. You just know, and you know that you know. You just won't be able to explain how you know or prove it to others' satisfaction, and you don't need to. I'm sure you've all had such experiences of intuitively knowing something like the person was lying to you, or which team was going to win the championship, or that everything was going to work out in that particular situation, but you had no tangible evidence for your certainty, nor could you explain how you knew it. You just knew it intuitively. Certainty comes with such intuitive knowing because certainty and intuitive knowing come from the same source, and that is spirit. Spirit, of course, is limitless, eternal beingness, as we like to say in almost every show. Within that beingness is all truth, all information. When you turn your awareness inward to your inner beingness and access spirit, you simply 
know. And that kind of knowing comes with certainty as part of the package. The challenge with your intuitive knowingness and the accompanying experience of certainty is that you only directly experience it when you are experiencing your inner spirit knowingness. Once you know and then move on from that knowing, since the certainty is part and parcel of your experience of spirit, when you tune your awareness into something else, that certainty seems to go away as well. The good news is, however, once you even have a momentary glimpse of truth and experience of certainty, you can remember that experience and know that it is forever even if at the moment you may not be directly experiencing it. In fact, it's that momentary certainty that propels us to embark upon our spiritual path and keep persisting even when it seems that all is lost. You can't easily forget that moment of certainty. Plus, once you know you experienced it, even for a moment, you know and have certainty that you know. Academic knowledge, on the other hand, is an accumulation of knowledge gained intellectually through reading and listening to others' knowledge and not through the direct experience of the limitless. As you directly access your inner spirit, certainty is intrinsic to the experience of spirit since it is undivided and there's no ifs, ands, or buts about anything. Only in the experience of the undivided world do we have either or and maybe spirit simply is it only has certainty in its nature it never changes another thing about true certainty is that since it is not based on the intellectually right answer to do something you can have certainty and not get the expected answer to an intellectual or academic question In fact, you can have certainty that you don't know what the right intellectual or expected answer to a question is. Nonetheless, you have certainty of knowing spirit and your nature as spirit in whatever decision you make. Having certainty isn't about being right or wrong. It's knowing that you know what is true to you about whatever it is you are deciding on. It may not be true to others, but as long as it's true to you, your decision will work out for you. Why having your certainty also brings you the experience of joy is that both come from the same undividedness of spirit within you. Neither your experience of certainty nor your experience of joy is dependent on anything separate from your inner being. When you experience your inner spirit essence, you will have certainty as well as joy. Then when you live and act with certainty in whatever you do, you will naturally share your joy of having that certainty in your own inner truth with everyone who is able to welcome it. When you live in the certainty of spirit in the world along with your joy, those who are willing to heal themselves and progress in their lives will match your certainty and happiness. And as they do that, even a little bit, You offer them the miracle of empowerment. It's when you experience a degree of certainty within yourself that you start to gain the power to create something new and move into a new way of living your life. 
Many times, good coaches, whether they are sports coaches or voice coaches or writing or acting coaches, will offer you the miracle of of empowerment to their players, clients, and students by having the certainty in themselves. You probably can recall at least a time or two when you were anxious or worried about something and a parent or a good friend or a teacher just talked to you and shared their enthusiasm or happiness along with their certainty about what was going on or in you being able to succeed in something. There's lots of movies made about these kind of coaches. You might not have instantly turned around from being afraid to having total certainty, but you most likely at least felt encouraged and you could see the possibility of everything being all right. That gift and miracle of the empowerment moment is when you know that you can do it or you'll be all right because the person you were with had certainty that you can do it or that you would be all right. On the other hand, I'm sure you've also known a few people who were consistently the downers in your life because every time you got around them, you tended to go from happy to unhappy in some way. If you share your joy of having certainty, it will definitely help bring the energy up around you. Whereas if you share your unhappiness of being in fear and doubt, it will generally turn things south. You could have certainty in being, oh, I'm so blah. <laughs> I'm totally certain. <laughs> well, certainty certainly offers a boost in one's creative power. Matching the energy of certainty with someone who lives in that will help you to remember that the, the same certainty, joy, and creative power live within you all the time. It reminds you intuitively to open your awareness toward it. If you turn away from it, it's like turning away from the sunlight and you end up looking into the darkness of the shadow. If instead you turn toward the sunlight, everything brightens up. And you feel more alive, more empowered to take your next creative step. You can either turn more towards or more away from the source of your certainty. When you match someone living in certainty, since they're turned inward to have that certainty, you naturally will turn more inward to your own inner truth. Even if you give that other person credit for giving you encouragement, hope, and inspiration, what they really did was to help you find all of that within your own being. No one can actually give you their experience. They can only show you the way to your own inner being. After the first few times I swam with the wild spinner dolphins in the Pacific Ocean around the big island of Hawaii, I realized that whenever I swam with them, I swam faster, longer, dove deeper, and was able to hold my breath underwater far longer than when I swam by myself or with most people. I was matching their complete certainty in the water 
The dolphins. Yeah, the dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> the people. Later on, the only thing I had to pay attention to was that I didn't forget that I was a mere human in the ocean <laughs> and that I didn't forget to return to the boat or the shore in a timely manner. <laughs> I might have kept on going. <laughs> yes, the boat captain really loved having Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Where did he go? I've also had many similar experiences doing things with people who were really good at those things, whether it was skiing or playing tennis or playing music. I matched the certainty of those people doing what they were good at doing, and it made me much better than usual at doing those things. As with the dolphins, it was also matching the joy of those who lived and did things in certainty. Whether they were aware of it or not, they were offering me the miracle of empowerment. Matching their joy and certainty, I tapped into more of that creative power within myself to be able to do those things with more ease and much more fun. When you're not empowered, you work against yourself in effort. With certainty and power, you drop the effort level and enjoy doing what you need to do and just do it. As Yoda, you know, the funny little green master in Star Wars movies, <laughs> well, he'd probably say something like, just do do not try. <laughs> I learned to apply that in living my life. The more certainty I lived in, the happier I was. And the more I offered others the miracle of reminding them of that same certainty, happiness, and power within themselves. Once we're reminded of it, we can more easily access them and have more certainty, happiness, and power ourselves then everything becomes much more possible to us. In giving others healing over the years, I discovered early on that the more certainty I had in myself and my own inner truth, the more they were able to heal themselves. Why? All healing is restoring ourselves to the undivided oneness of spirit so that when, when the healer is enjoying a great deal of certainty, those receiving the healing will match that and begin to experience moving toward the source of certainty, joy, and power themselves. In truth, the healer doesn't heal the patient. The healer merely reminds the patient in some way that the healing comes from within themselves and that they are already and forever whole, but have to become aware of the truth rather than continuing to believe in the long-held lies held in their mind. One of the challenges that many people go through when they want to offer a loved one solace and encouragement and help empower them to their own healing or success or happiness is that they get caught in the dichotomy between offering certainty and giving false hope. Since they feel that no one knows for sure that things are going to turn out a certain way, how can they offer any certainty to anyone who is scared or worried about their fate? Ah, once again, just as Raphael mentioned earlier that certainty has nothing to do with being right or wrong about things, 
Certainty only has to do with the unchanging eternal truth, not changeable facts, statistics, or conditions. For example, when a doctor tells a patient a prognosis for a certain condition, it's almost always based on past experience and data considered medical facts and statistics. Those data might indicate that X percent of all patients with condition Z die and Y percent survive. Depending on the patient's particular condition and circumstances, the doctor may tell that patient that they will most likely survive or, on the other hand, go home and get their affairs in order because they only have a few months to live. That kind of communication may help to plan for the more likely eventuality, but it also tends to limit the possibility of miracles in both the patient and the healer's mind. We're coming upon our... We're coming upon our first break. This is the time we like to tell you about what's going on in our on our calendars, and this is a very important event coming up. On Saturday, July 30th, and Sunday, July 31st, that's at the very end of this new month we're in, we're offering an extraordinary remote four-teleclass weekend event with a bonus Zoom post-class Q&A talk story and social following the last teleclass on Sunday and an additional special bonus Zoom dolphin meditation and post-class Q&A talk story and social (laughs) on Monday morning. Although we won't be in Hawaii at this time, we'll celebrate the spirit of aloha remotely wherever you are. The topics for the teleclasses on Saturday, July 30th will be as follows. It's two teleclasses. The first one in the morning is In Search of Oneness, Your Path of Healing. And the afternoon class is Building the Bridge to God's Love. And then the teleclasses on Sunday, July 31st, will be as follows. Establishing Heaven on Earth, Your Intuition and Making Spirit Real. And the afternoon class is Buying Back Your Soul, Trusting Your Inner Voice. Plus anyone who attends any or more of these teleclasses during this weekend will be able to join us for not one, but two bonus Zoom post-class Q&A talk story and socials, one shortly after the end of the final teleclass on Sunday and the other that will include a special dolphin meditation on Monday following the weekend from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific time. And also there's a discount if you buy all four teleclasses. For all the details or to sign up, go to our July events calendar at michaeltamora.com or call our office at 530-926-2650 weekdays during business hours specific time and speak with our assistant, Debbie. We will return shortly to continue with Share Your Joy of Certainty and Offer the Miracle of Empowerment. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at MichaelTamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. 
That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. Are you ready to share your joy of certainty and offer the miracle of empowerment? When you have certainty in yourself, you tap into that part of your inner self that is always joyous. When you share that part of yourself with others, you naturally empower them to find that certainty in themselves. This is so true. That in itself opens everyone involved to the miracles that await them. So let's explore them further. Yeah, before the break, I was talking about the example of, you know, when you're a healer of some sort, and often like for for medical doctors and stuff, they'll, if, if the prognosis for the patient isn't very good, they don't want to give that person false hope saying, oh, no, you're going to be fine, you know, and, and based on past information, experience, and, and training, and expertise, and everything, they'll go, okay, well, in in your situation, you know, chances are pretty slim. <laughs> and which is, on one, one hand, it's great because that gives you, you know, planning time. It's like, okay, I'm not having any false hopes that something's going to just, out of the clear blue sky, just boom, and I'll be completely well or cured or whatever. But on the other hand, it seems to it'll dampen the one's spirit and, and kind of, you know, affect, negatively impact the person's uh, certainty in themselves that, oh, yeah, no matter how bad the situation might look like, there's always a chance for improvement, always a chance for things to be better than it is. So then when it's when there's not any certainty that's based in within in spirit then it only becomes everything becomes about the facts and figures well this is you know statistics show da 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 da, da the lab results show blah 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 and that's it there's there's no fudge factor there's no space to consider definitely a miracle. (laughs) So the way a lot of times we live, that miracle factor is, is missing or not even included. As a spiritual healer, I know first and foremost that each person will be all right 
regardless of what happens to the body. I already have certainty that the person's true nature is spirit, limitless and eternal, and therefore is always all right. There's nothing wrong with who the person truly is. And healing is some way of getting that person's awareness back to realizing that truth rather than holding in their mind images that invalidate that truth for them in some way. Well, I'm also quite aware that all of us, we, we all have quite a ways to go in that regard for each of us to be able to fully let go of all the limiting beliefs in our mind to regain complete health conditions in our bodies and lives. Yet, when one person in any type of relationship lives with great certainty in the inner unchanging truth, it always offers the others more empowerment to create and have what is not already tangible in the world. It allows them to have a miracle, the unexpected gift of spirit that helps them fulfill more of the purpose for being here. Remember, a miracle always is a healing since it helps us restore ourselves to the undivided wholeness that we truly are. A miracle helps us see more of the truth and break through the untrue limiting beliefs we've long held in our mind. Mind over matter and mind-body medicine have now become a somewhat accepted you know, thesis in the mainstream of society. What it doesn't yet include is the most essential ingredient, which is that what makes the changing of one's mind positively affect the body is restoring more the awareness of spirit in the mind. The more the awareness of spirit, the undivided life is available in the mind, the more everything begins to move toward wholeness and life experienced by that person becomes better, healthier, and more enjoyable. Even when, you know, the body's not cured or totally cured or anything like that. But the life becomes better, healthier, and definitely more joy in it. Whenever you're living your life in greater certainty and expressing the joy that your certainty accesses within you. The more you serve as the reminder to others of spirit and living as spirit in the world. When you have your certainty in the truth that's within you, you know that you know. Even if you can't explain how you know or why or exactly what it is you know to others. Yet, to yourself, since you know as a direct experience of spirit or truth within yourself, you don't need to explain it or know exactly how you know. You just simply know. And you can live your life more and more according to what you know is true to you. Truth is one, undivided and the same forever. Yet we each experience that same one truth in many, many different ways and express and live that truth in an unlimited variety of ways. That's partly why your certainty is never about right or wrong. Each of us may express or use or apply our own experience of truth in unique ways. 
One of us may express our knowing of truth within us as green, for example, just for the moment, while another expresses it as red or gold or purple. No one is more right or wrong than anyone else. And more often than not, you may not necessarily know why you chose green or red or gold or whatever you chose. You know, the way you express your truth at the moment, you just knew that that was the way to express your truth at that moment in that circumstance. Which I think is pretty wonderful. Well, apparently we have a caller who has a question, so I thought maybe this would be a good time to bring sure. her, bring her on. This is Diana in Florida. Hello, Diana. Hi. Hi. What yes. can we do for you today? Well, yesterday I was reading a book by James from Prague, and I came upon ah. Michael's name <laughs> in the chapter about protection. Uh, and I thought, well, I'm going to see if I can, if you have a program or anything like that. And I found it. So I stayed in in order to call in. It was very interesting about peeling off energy layers. And I think I've got a myriad of them. So I don't know how it works or what you could talk about on that topic. Well, the subject of our radio show today is is not about psychic protection. Um, We're talking about uh, certainty and the miracle of empowerment. Um, However, I would like to uh, direct you to our, uh, you did look at our website, right? MichaelTamora.com. And we have um, our Open to Everyone events where uh, we teach all our psychic tools in every event, the beginning tools. Um, one of the things you can do is go to our website to, um, at the very top, there's a section on the far right at the top called free stuff. You click on that, you go to audio and you can get a two hour audio download. And I believe in that we have a very simple protection tool to start with because there's uh, protection really isn't needed when a person has their certainty and their own empowerment. However, when you're sensitive and you you don't have the certainty in what you're doing yet, uh, some of these uh, easy protection tools can help. You know, some of them are like our grounding from the first chakra to the center of the earth. Uh, Another one is putting up a rose that represents you out in front of you that can catch the energy coming at you. And another one we talked about many times in this radio show is called Body of Glass which is just I'm not sorry, resisting energy. That. Which part? Something of glass. Body, body, B-O-D-Y, body Thank of you. glass, which is just not resisting the energy. And when you start to raise your energy up and have your own certainty in yourself, body of glass is a very, very powerful tool because many sensitive people don't even like to go to the mall or be in traffic because there's so much energy. And the other thing, Deanna, is, you know, I'm interested in why you chose that particular topic of protection. And you're talking about psychic protection is because you're, that's you've where always your name, been. That's where your name is mentioned. Yes. But also, you've also been very, very sensitive all your life. Are you aware of that? Yes. Yeah. And. 
And we're talking about certainty today, having that certainty in yourself, within yourself, in your own truth, that cert- you actually have a lot of that in you, but what's invalidated or made put kind of made it a little bit doubtful and not knowing exactly, you know, what to do or what you need to uh, what you need to do and things like that especially in the psychic realm is number one you've always been very psychic and yet you haven't until you know later on you haven't had much validation for your psychicness and in fact a lot of your psychicness was invalidated instead of being validated as, oh, yeah, you're really sensitive, you're very aware on a psychic energy level, and you feel things, you see things, you hear things and everything. Uh, You experience a lot on a more spiritual uh, level because as a soul, you've been involved in that. You've been on this path for a long time. In fact, that's partly what really attracted you to read uh, James M. Prague's book. And and uh, you're you're looking at okay, uh, you have a very similar ability like that called mediumship, and which makes you a lot more sensitive to not only spirit energy but spiritual beings that are not currently incarnated. And and uh, you might remember, I don't know if you remember or not, when you were a child, you ran into you know just spirit, but people might have. Uh, what would you call it? Uh, invalidated. Invalidated it as, as just, you know, oh, that's just your imagination. There's no <laughs> there's no boogeyman under your bed or, or <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, 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 making faces at you. And, and yet you were aware of that. And now you may not see it as much, but you feel it a lot. And you, you have a sense of this energy. And that's part of what is what made you interested in some of the protection thing is because oh yeah how do you how do you manage what you're being aware of when you have a lot of awareness it's it's you know sometimes you can't just talk to anybody about it and saying oh yeah how do you deal with this <laughs> if it was a business thing you know there's lots of incredible business experts that will tell tell you okay how do you deal with this part of your business is the a b c d e f g but when it comes to your inner experience ah not as many <laughs> and definitely not anybody you know around in the neighborhood usually and and so you, you just first step is more communication and and finding people who you could communicate with more on this level uh, that will offer you communication offers enormous level of protection because you start to have you're able to have that certainty within yourself that oh yeah this is what i'm experiencing even if nobody else believes me this is what i'm going through and this is what i'm aware of and as you start to pay attention to to what's true for you even if nobody else agrees then you'll intuitively start to know what to do about it what are you going to do with this information this awareness for yourself and as you follow through on that, then more and more you start to turn your awareness more consistently inward 
to where your truth lies. And it's not that you shouldn't, you know, do research, you shouldn't study the facts and figures and statistics for certain things to a certain amount, but you don't have to be an expert in that. You just have to have the certainty that, oh, yeah, I, I know myself and this is what I get when I tune in to myself is what I need to be aware of. And above all, besides the, you know, when Raphael is talking about the body of glass, passing everything, letting everything pass right on through, not fighting it, not trying to solve it, not trying to get hung up on it. Or point fingers to it. <laughs> or blame or anything. It's just learning to, oh, yeah, have cert when you have certainty in your own truth, you can let anything and everybody go by. You don't have to prove anything. You don't have to explain anything. It's just like, oh, yeah, that's the way they're going about it. And I might not agree with it, but no big deal. And if it's spirit. I criticize and doubt myself too much. Exactly. Yep. And, and that's, not, that's not your nature, that you learn to do that because nobody, <laughs> nobody believed you way back when. <laughs> okay. Yeah, thank you okay. so much for calling in. That was a great question for, for the audience and one to take home with for yourself. Thank you. I will go to your website, and I appreciate you taking my call. Oh, you're, you're welcome. very welcome. And just in case I didn't say it before, it's Michael Tamora. Just spell out Michael's name, dot com. We didn't put my name in there because it's too long. <laughs> <laughs> it's michaeltamora.com. Thank you, Deanna. Thank you both, Rachel and Michael. Bye now. Right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, before we go on our second break, we wanted to remind you to check our website. Yep, this was the next one, michaeltamora.com, for all our upcoming events. And you can get all the details for the next teleclass in our popular ongoing series, You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think, coming up Saturday, July 23rd. So that's in a few weeks, 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. It's just a two hour class and really powerful. This one will help you feel better, have more clarity, and express, express your creativity. It is titled, Your Chakras and Your Creative Expression, Energy Work for Tuning Up Your Chakras. Join us and have fun taking your next step. Also, when you get on our website to michaeltamora.com, make sure you sign up to be on our newsletter list. I'm working on our slightly belated July newsletter, and that should be out in the next day or so, probably this afternoon. So please get yourself on there so you can get our newsletter and find out about everything we're doing. Anyway, in just a bit, we'll be back with more on Share Your Joy of Certainty and Offer the Miracle of Empowerment. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at MichaelTamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow. 
beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. It's wonderful to have you back. We've been exploring what it means to share your joy of certainty and offer the miracle of empowerment and how you can do that every day. So how about having a bit more certainty in yourself and sharing the joy that comes from that? Let's continue. What are some examples illustrating when I was happy and had certainty in my truth relating to someone else or a group of others that I found empowered others to step up or to take the next step in some way that they weren't able to before? My answer to that is I loved being a meditation teacher so many years ago, and in some ways I still am because in all of our teleclasses, pretty much I do the opening meditations. And meditation is kind of a tricky thing for some people because of, especially here in the West, our minds are so busy, a lot of people just don't think they can meditate. And I had a very, very difficult time myself, uh, partially because I come from a family with a lot of Asperger's in it and uh, and high-level intellectual, you know, Mensa Society, smarts and all that kind of stuff. And when I came to the time in my life when it was time for me to learn meditation, I just couldn't do it, or at least I didn't think I could until I learned a few simple tools. And I was just explaining this to someone during a reading recently who was going, uh, you know, people have told me I need to learn to meditate, but I can't because my, my brain just, you know, has that brain chatter going on. Well, what I found as I, because I was very excited to learn how to be a healer and stuff, I really needed to learn to meditate. I found that I could start with my practice five minutes a day, five minutes a day. And I did five minutes a day for, believe it or not, two years. I was taking all these classes, but when it came to sit down and meditate, five minutes a day. And then at about the two-year point, I decided, you know, I've got to move this beyond five minutes a day. So I set a goal for seven minutes, and then I set it for 10 minutes. And I did this on a weekly basis. You know, it wasn't one day after the other. And eventually, I got it up to 15 minutes, 20 minutes, a half hour, an hour. And then after I was able to break that barrier of one hour, I could sit in meditation for as long as I wanted to. The longest time I ever sat in meditation was eight hours without interruption, without getting up to the go to the bathroom or anything. Now, meditation isn't the end all, but it's like a beginning of really starting to find out who you are. You know, you silence all the voices in your head. You come back to yourself and it gives you 
much more of a better chance to get to know yourself, to find that certainty, to find your empowerment. And in fact, this is one of the things I really love about the um, self-help movement, especially on the spiritual and psychic end of things, because so many people have such incredible stories of how they got there. And basically what most people are saying is, if I could do it, and this is what I said for years, if I can do this, I know you can, because I had one of those speedy, chatty minds that just wouldn't stop, and yet I was able to start to really let that go, not listen to it, be grounded, be in the center of my head, and just be quiet, and that's where real meditation begins, and then being able to bring that groundedness and clarity and and everything into your daily life when you go to work. Because when I was learning all this, I was still working a corporate day job and all that kind of stuff. And I was able to um, integrate it into my life. And that was just an amazing thing. So another thing I wanted to communicate was, what about someone else who has helped me? You know, mentors, teachers, people, people who are pointers along the way. Um, any one of you out there that has a skill that you want to get good at, consider getting a mentor. Don't try to do it on your own because sometimes it takes way, way longer to do that. Um, my favorite example is the literary help besides Michael himself because he helped me all through the years of my psychic training and beyond. But more currently, I'm trying to write my book and finish it in the midst of running a business and going through all kinds of changes. And I have this wonderful woman who is my literary helper for my book, and she knows um, what kind of a hectic life I live, but she's always there when it's time to take a look at what I've written. She's very grounded. She encourages me. She she points out, oh, yeah, this, this isn't going to work and all that kind of stuff. And I have to be open to the critical part because she's the one with the certainty and she's a very, very experienced and successful writer. And I, I really appreciate how she's been uh, showing me the way and it empowers me to be a better writer. So what are ways that one can shift from doubt or worry or fear to certainty and move forward? One is giving something the time and space to be to process it, especially when it comes to changes. You know, when some when some kind of change gets put in your face, sometimes you have to move fast. But if you can give yourself a little bit of time and a little bit of space just to process it and let it be what it is, that change isn't so hard to make. Also, when you're faced with a big problem and it makes you lose your certainty, so to speak, you turn, what I do is I turn to my creativity when I hit a wall of doubt or the, I don't know what to do. I turn to creativity, I turn to spirit, I turn to my inner beingness. Like that time I talked about um, some time ago when I came home with a, <laughs> on a hot day with a car full of groceries and melting ice cream and I had to take care of an emergency and I had to make a decision whether to leave that food in the car and take care of the emergency or if it could wait for five minutes while I brought the food in. I mean, those are little decisions we have to make, but I actually, in the midst of it, it was a big emergency, but I sat down and I just went inside and went, what do I do? And I got the answer. And if I hadn't been practicing all these years, I might have doubted myself. But since I have practiced this enough 
And, you know, you practice this with the little things. When some big emergency comes, then you know that your inner self always has that answer. And then the other thing is being aware of the crown chakra, the, the energy center on the top of your head, which is where certainty lives. So, you know, you can always just throw it up to the crown chakra. Okay, what, what do I do here? And also recognizing when certain doubts are actually your psychic abilities, asking you to dig deeper within you for the right answer. Yeah, it's, it's you know, when I was talking to Deanna earlier on the phone and stuff, uh, and I mentioned, oh, yeah, it's it's one thing to, to know that the answer is within you. The truth is always within you, and, and that certainty is within you as spirit. But it's another uh, entirely different thing when you have to apply that and, and uh, live that. And what essentially makes that living it, living your certainty, more difficult is that no matter how old you are now, uh, how much did your own certainty get compromised or how much did you give up your certainty because those who were supposedly the authority, you know, teachers, parents, ministers, all kinds of doctors, people who were in considered to be the experts and you gave up your power to the experts. And this is absolutely natural. We all do this when we're children, right? Because, if we don't, <laughs> we don't learn anything. Not only do we not learn anything, but but when we don't, uh, often we'll get you know scolded or or punished or or something uh, that we don't really like uh, happens to us because oh we didn't follow the instructions or we we decided you know I'm going to maintain my own certainty. I know this is what, and I'm not supposed to do that. And but the parent or the you know, doctor or the the preacher or somebody says, no, this is the way it has to be. And and as a kid, if you continue to maintain your certainty, says, no, no, that's not what's true for me. <laughs> Guess who's going to win eventually? <laughs> so as when we're growing up, we almost necessarily start to give up bits and pieces of our own certainty and at first it's, okay, I have my certainty and everything about this, this, and this, but not that because I can't get away with that. And, and then sooner or later, you're going to run into somebody who says, no, you can't have certainty in that either. So this is all part of part and parcel of our experience of growing up and, and incarnating in this, in this world uh, in a body and, and learning, oh, yeah. Just because I'm more tuned into spirit and have all this certainty, that doesn't mean I, I easily can get along with everybody else and, and fit into how society is structured or how the school is structured or how the practice of medicine is structured or whatever, what the rules are. And so then how the question becomes, how do I maintain my certainty and be able to work with the way most people need to do things and 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 especially when it comes to uh, how the rules or the laws are set up that you have to follow and so then you have to realize oh yeah 
I have the certainty, so I don't have to give that up. But I don't have to fight everybody and say, no, this is the way it has to be because this is the way it's true for me. You start to learn to communicate more and find out, okay, how can I, you know, I can maintain my own certainty and follow the rules, even if I know sometimes those rules are not correct. And if I'm one of those that decides, oh, okay, I'm going to, you know, do a lot of work to to change those rules because I know those rules are not correct. Then, if that's on your path, fine. Uh, all, all, you know, all the power to you. But if that's not on your path, then you have to pick your battles and decide. Okay, what's important, most important for you to be able to fulfill your purpose in life for being here, and go with that. And the other things, you just. Sometimes I have to bite the bullet and, like Raphael said, be a body of glass. Just let it, all the negativity or all the antagonism pass through and just go, okay, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll drive under the speed limit because that's the law and that's okay. And yeah. I'll go with that. But I don't have to compromise my own certainty. Yes, absolutely. I love, I love that analogy. Well, when I was a little child, um, my mother and I were having a conversation about some uh, uh, something about the religion I was raised in, which was Catholic. We were talking about Jesus. I don't remember what she said, but I do remember saying to her, Jesus would never say that. And she goes, well, how do you know? <laughs> and, you know, I was really surprised she asked that, but I just said, I know he just didn't say that. So that <laughs> that was a my kind of my first experience because I was maybe four or five mm. years old. And the, the dogma that I was learning in, in that particular religion, which I don't have anything against, by the way, um, it, wasn't, it wasn't my truth, even at four and five years old. And it wasn't until I was five years old, a little later, that I was shown that I was going to be a spiritual teacher and um, that I couldn't tell my parents because they couldn't really have it at the time. So, you know, it's very interesting that way. Well, once again, we're at the end of our show for today. We are ever grateful that we got to spend this time with you every week. We hope you gained some new insights and helpful tools today. Be sure to join us next Wednesday for a wonderful topic called It Takes a Village, the Miracle of Sharing Your Joy of Cooperation and Community. It's been said that it takes a village to raise a child, but in truth, it takes a community for any of us to live the life we're meant to live. Tune in to find out about the miracles that can come about when you share your joy of cooperating with others in building community and how you can be part of that village. Remember, too, to sign up for our special remote teleclass weekend event. Celebrate the spirit of aloha coming up on Saturday and Sunday, July 30th and 31st. Learn about your path of healing, your psychic communication, how to use your intuition and make spirit real and trusting your inner voice. For all the details and to sign up, check our website, events calendar for July 2022, or call our office and speak to our wonderful assistant, Debbie, at 530-926-2650. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll see you next week. Mm 
we appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.